Everything lined out over there. I'm trying. Plenty of disc, disc space. Tons of it. Let's do it. Are we pretending like we haven't done this before, or are we, are we going to pretend like are we're we going to let everybody like know? We haven't. Oh done no, it. we're going to tell them the truth. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. Well, we're, be, we're being honest. Okay. I failed the first time. It's go time now. All right. All right, welcome to another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred. Uh, we are a podcast uh, about all things OU athletics. We're a father and three sons. We have no insider information, just strong opinions. Uh, all four of us are here tonight uh, for a second time. Uh, got Caleb, Shane, and Pops here. Um, we, we, we made an attempt last night uh, on Sunday evening uh, to do this, and unfortunately my laptop did not have enough disk space to save what we did. So at an hour and five minutes, it stopped recording, and then I tried to hit the save button, and it couldn't even save it to the hard drive. So here you we know are what the again. bright side of this is? What's that? We get, we get to talk about Texas getting beat twice. Yes, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. I've had a chance to rewatch the game now too, so I have too. And really, yeah. don't say. Yeah. How, How many, many times, times have you watched it now? Uh, four. Well, maybe four. You didn't watch it the first time though, so no, I didn't. I watched parts of it the first time. We're gonna have to do pops as grades. He's he's like he should be grading out these guys. He's he's watching. You should be. Why are you not coming at us no, with no, grades no, no, on no, these I don't guys? Do that. Uh, but I was being a, a gracious host Saturday, so. I couldn't glue myself to the front of the TV. I was mingling. Priorities. Yes. You gotta yeah. have priorities. I hey, was. I was mingling. That was the priorities are skewed. <laughs> I mean, have you thought about the fact that Dan, have you let it sink in that that may be your last ever car cruise event here? I know it is probably going to be. It'll probably it won't be my last coming down to the cruise, but it'll be the last time we have a. Like a hosted event. I'll yeah. host a car cruise. It'll be the last. We may have a get-together over at the house there, there in one, but, it, um, you know. It's kind of dwindling down, though, the car cruise is. It's mainly just a car show now. Yeah, it really is. Well, and, yeah. And for me, like, the deal becomes, though, like with the car cruise thing, the problem is, is then I'm torn because if they're doing the the whole cruise thing, and we have a daytime game, which 99% of the time it feels like it's a daytime game when we do it. Although we're going to the SEC where they might let us play a night game. Um, it, you know, I'm, I'm not going to come down during the game. I'm going to watch the OU game. True. We can do it at my house. I'm going to have a carport in between the shop and the house. We don't have to put up any, you know, canopy or nothing. We can do it right underneath that carport. Bigger and better things. Yes. Moving on. Moving on, doing but greater things in the Pennington family. Uh, obviously, we all already had our introductions last night about what went on this week. But uh, any, anybody do anything interesting today? Yes. Today, yeah, yeah it worked. worked. Highly interesting. So you had to go to work on Columbus Day, huh? Yeah. What's that? I mean, it's Indigenous Peoples Day. Columbus concrete, Day. Concrete industry doesn't ce- celebrate Columbus Day. Neither does 
Pops. Pops. Pops is we did like, he's we on did holiday little, every day. We did a little loader work today with the tractor. Shane, did you work today? No, I work today. Normal day. So listen to what Cotton Electric does. Cotton Electric has this deal like Cotton Electric wasn't open today. We were closed for Indigenous Peoples Day or Columbus Day, whichever you choose to call it. Um, but we had an employee training day uh, where I sat in a plastic chair uh, for eight hours. I saw the basket trucks and, you know, line trucks sitting all around. I kind of figured you all was having a safety meeting or something. No, it wasn't about safety. It was all about policies and things like that. Shane, if you're out there listening, Shane Bowers, if you're out there listening, you did great on your policy talk, buddy. Uh, I stayed awake through all of it. So, Did he sing songs? No, he didn't sing any songs. Did no dances or nothing? He did. Hey, listen to this. He did have a one, one uh-oh in his presentation. So, like, we have, a you know, our dress code or whatever it says, you know, you have to have something that's no more than two inches above the knee. You'll have, a, you'll have to go over to dress code down there? Yes. I mean, if you knew the people I worked with sometimes. That is ridiculous. Um, so, uh, you have to have, uh, skirts can't be any more than two inches above the knee. <laughs> and it said, in his deal, it said it can't be any less than two inches above That's the That's what I'm talking about. I was like, man, we are really, we're we highly cutting, productive down there. Cotton huh? Electric is cutting edge right now. Yeah. Like, we're, we're pushing it's the like, like a, It sounds like a Michael Scott policy presentation right there. Yeah. So like Luck, luckily, right after that, we had our sexual harassment policy that we went through. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, let's, let's go and get started started on this OU Texas game that we we talked about last night but obviously you guys watched it again some of you may have some more insight uh let's talk about that OU defense top 40 there's no doubt or better at at this point I'm willing to give in to the fact that this is a top 40 defense and 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 it's thank probably going to end there thank you uh but going into this did I'd I, rather you not give in to the fact that it's a top 40, I'd rather you just tell the world out there, hey, Pops was right. Pops was right. Speaking of being right. (laughs) So last night, let's go ahead and point out that it probably won't happen tonight because we've already won it. But two times he had to say we were right, right, Caleb? Was it twice that he had to do it? Yeah. And I I don't know how much – you got a mouse in your pocket. I'm pretty sure it was I was right twice. No, I think I was was on one of those. Okay. That I pointed it out, and he was like, no, no, no. It was the – we both argued that. OU and their uh, blue, blue chip, chip recruits. Yeah. So you backed me up on it. Thank you. So anyway, um I, going into this game though, as as you went into it, how did you I mean, for you, I don't I don't know. Pops. <laughs> Pops is weird. Like I here's how the did deal. you I not thought, have some reservations because I at some we point we win the game. But did I, I? I honestly, if you, if I had to actually put money on it, I probably would have bet on Texas. Yes, you would have. I just That's thought what? Texas was the better team. Come, but you, you can't blame me. We went six and seven last year. I know we're not last year's team. I get that, but I just, I as an OU fan, I can't help but have this feeling that the wheels are going to fall off this thing at some point. The thing was, is last year, I, I, I keep looking back and having like flashbacks to last year where that Nebraska game. Everything after the Nebraska game, and if you say you weren't on board with that, everybody here should be saying, hey, after that Nebraska game, we thought Brent's already Brent has picked up where we left off and has done more with the defense. And then the wheels fell off of it. 
why I was confident in saying that Oklahoma would win is I watched Texas play. I went back and watched their games. I didn't watch the whole game. I watched highlight films and reels and stuff. And I didn't think they were as good as the media was saying. They beat Alabama. Everybody got up in an uproar over and beating Alabama. And I understand that Alabama's Alabama, but they're not the Alabama. No, no, of they're the not. Past. And then they come back and they, you know, they beat everybody they played. But their Kansas was a ball game until halftime, and I thought. They haven't seen the defense as good as ours. Our offense is probably as good as anybody they've seen. I just felt confident that OU would win this ball game. So if we meet up with them again in, in December, are you going to feel the same confidence? Well, let's wait until the game gets here. We've already got Andrell Anthony probably down. Not going to be back. Yeah, and they're missing some guys, too. They're missing some guys. You know, if Gabriel goes down and they bring in a freshman quarter, don't get me wrong, Jackson Arnold's great, but he's a freshman. So I'm not going to make that prediction right now, but I, I think will it's going tell to be a, you before the game what I feel. I think it's going to be a, another 50-50 game. I think, I think OU and Texas are very evenly matched. I, I think OU just well, happened to have the better game that day. You know, the week before the game, the way we played the Iowa State game and the way they played the Kansas game, was very similar and there it's it's interesting how similar the two teams are and even how they play and even the week leading into texas week of you know how they struggled with kansas the first half took care of business the second half we did the same thing with iowa state but i'm gonna um, tell you guys we're, we're we very had similar them, we had them 27 to 17. Oh, we could have we could have blown it wide open there there was, so there, was there was three drives had, back to back week if we would have scored touchdowns there was two two or three plays field, if we had made it yeah we had been yes. kneeling in the fourth quarter. I agree. In a victory formation. I agree. I, agree. I know we created some of those turnovers, but you you give them a plus three turnover margin, and That's a different we, we lose game. the game yeah. too. You know, and so yeah. it's like I think it's a coin toss. I think between these two guys. So just so you guys are aware, my my I my phone just or my watch just went off and says Oklahoma loses top wide receiver. Andrew Anthony will miss the rest of the season with a knee injury and require surgery. So, uh, well, Andrew Anthony what, is downer. Uh, he is gone for the season. Um, but, as far as the defense goes, but I mean, you asked the question: What about if we we see him again in the the Big Twelve Championship? the The thought for me going into this game was: Is I will be open and honest. I we talked about it. Dad called me a a scumball or no? Scum, I called you a slime bag. Slime bag, whatever it was. Uh, he called you that too, Caleb. Just so you know. Um, anyway, going into this game, I felt like OU was a score or two going to fall short of Texas, and and only because there's a lot of youth on this team. I didn't know had we made the the steps that were needed to do. Uh, what it was going to take to to overcome what we saw last year because last year was a beatdown, and and I agree with a lot of the pundits when you look around the country they go uh, Gabriel wasn't in the game neither was Billy Bowman but was that enough to make up and and then the growth that they had was that enough to make up that kind of a deficit um, but looking at it I thought. If OU kept it within a score or two, 
I felt like OU wins the Big 12 championship if they can make it there. And the reason being is because OU is so young and because Brent is so new to this program, I felt like going in, going throughout this season, I felt like there was more room for growth for Oklahoma than there is room for growth for Texas. And so we all know that Beatenbow's offensive lines get better as the season goes on. Yes, they do. And it doesn't matter who what guy falls out. So if McCade Matuire cannot play, it doesn't sound forward. like his injuries injuries as bad as they initially thought. No, I don't Definitely think it's not, as a, bad. not a broken ankle like with us. No, so I mean, but going forward, even if he can't play, it seems like Bill finds this rhythm with his offensive line that just gets better and better and better, which means that your running game will get better and better and better. It's got to get better. If we want to win that, want to beat him again, the running game is going to have to get better because you cannot expect Dylan Gabriel to run for 120 yards again. On but him. the only thing that gives me pause about that game going forward is you can say what you want about Steve Sarkeesian, um, the fact that he's you know had some drug problems and things like that in the past. Um, didn't want to throw that out there, but I will. Um, the deal is, even all of that, the guy is – very offensively intelligent, and so he will he will game plan against what Brent did against him. I understand now, that. Again, though, Brent's one of those guys that I I honestly and I I agree. I've I've listened to stuff today and and watched some things. Um, I thought Brent was going to throw a lot more exotic stuff at them than what he did, and he did not. He just. No, was, we were just more physical than him. No, he just pretty yeah, much rushed, he, rushed four most of the night and just – He put his guys on the field and said, go go get them, and they did. Now, we were aggressive. We, they we did that from the, from the get-go. You go back and – I watched the replay today, that, the opening kickoff. Owen Heineke, mm-hmm. apparently he was a rugby player, a lacrosse player at Ohio State. Got to love those lacrosse, yeah, he lacrosse got, did, y'all, did you see that, the, the opening kickoff? Watch yes. him on – go back and watch the opening kickoff. He flies down the field, first one down the field – just bowls over a blocker. I mean, just wipes him out with reckless abandon. Yes, reckless abandon. That's it. He's on the ground, gets up, grabs the the returner's leg, and makes the tackle. Still, it is impressive. Yeah, Brent has instilled in these guys something that's unreal. But defensively, I look at this game and and look at the defense and just go, the defensive line was phenomenal. Played very well. I owe, Their best game of the season. I owe uh, Ethan Downs uh, an apology. Everybody does. I do, too. I don't. I was always about <laughs> Ethan Downs. It's all. <laughs> I was. Mm-hmm. What? Y'all Real. can't stand it when I'm right. <laughs> it, about I can't you. stand it when you think you're right, and you're usually not. It, like, did you, did you call out the fact that Dijon Terry was going to be Phenomenal in that game? No, I did not. But I because don't he was John Terry. And you never don't like said this. I, did. I no one dislikes anybody on the team other than Caleb dislikes Stogner. I can argue the fact that Stogner wasn't all that great during this game. But he, he wasn't was, that bad. He wasn't that bad. He was. He, he was there. Bad. He was there. He was he made was, a couple of good catches. He wasn't a detriment made to a the team. Of good blocks. I agree with couple Cody. A couple I don't of decent know if blocks. Cody would agree with this. But my player of the game, after Cody pointed it out, and I went back and watched it, Walter Roush should get the player of the game. That was a phenomenal play. We would not have won that game if it wasn't for Walter Roush. He, 
on that last play? Yeah. It's well, just, you say that. I mean, no. He thought, he, he, well, he, his back is right up against. Yeah, that's Dylan second Gabriel. down, though. No, no, that was the that was the throw to the uh, yeah yeah second, that second down. down. What's going to happen on third down? It doesn't matter. He well, did. I it. know that he's a but Dylan Gabriel's probably going to get sacked right there. He, he may lose away. the football. He just throw it away. Would he? Because yeah. he didn't do it earlier in the game. Amazing block. It was a good block. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was. Defensively, you have the the goal line stand, and everybody has focused in on that for good reason. Uh, Desan McCullough. Yes, wow! Your key, your key player in that. Yes, he was in on three of those tackles. Well, you got to give that to the whole defense. Oh, I agree. I Man, agree. they they bowed their back. They're on the one. Lo- stopped them four times on the one yard. If line. if he can figure out to be a little bit better in coverage, he's going to he, be he's, he's going to be, be a player. Get it? I know he will. I know he he's will. He's slowly getting there. Well, I, Go ahead, Shane. Well, I was just going to say, and I think that's like you alluded to, Cody. I think that's one of the exciting things is that. You know, Desan hasn't got to play a lot. And if we do meet Texas again in the Big 12 championship, like like you said, Cody, I think the upside for OU is probably greater than Texas because you're going to have yes. guys like McCullough who are already playing phenomenal, but they're going to get a lot more experience under their belt. We lose Anthony, but you got guys like Brendan Thompson that are going to come on and who knows what they're, they're going to have time to develop. Um, I think this defense is going to get better. Um, I mean, there's just, there's, I think there is a lot more upside, and that's kind of exciting too. Oh man, you if, go, if we can stay healthy, you I agree with that. You. And if we're going to have, and I don't want to sound like I'm don't care because Andrew Anthony's going to be missed, but that's probably our best room, deepest room. Yeah, but yeah, they're locking yeah. line. I mean, he's he's our he is our get behind the defense speedster, but I think Brennan Thompson can be that too. Yeah, yeah I think there's other guys that could be. I mean, yeah. I, but I mean, I look at that defense as a whole. I mean, and, Nick Anderson. I'm sorry, good to cut you off, but Nick Anderson. Yeah, every time you turn around, that, yeah. that guy's behind yeah, the defender running down yeah. the field. He is. Yeah. So I, it wouldn't hurt my feelings to see some more of him. He got yeah. one catch in that game, and it was. You know, he did, all he does is score touchdowns. That's it. Yeah. But when you consider growth, like as a team, the defense side, the defensive side of the ball, Canick's going to get better. He he has yeah. it, like slowly but surely. Uh, Ethan Downs just continues to get better and better. Uh, the defensive line as a whole, PJ, uh, we didn't see a lot of him during that game, but he, every week, it's something you look at and you go, oh, he he just learned that because that's a phenomenal play. Gentry Williams, uh, you know, just it's such a young group when you think of Desan. Even Desan, we think of Desan McCullough as like this veteran, but he was a freshman last year. Well, yeah, he's, he's a soft. It's easy to think of transfers as being – seniors yeah, yeah but he's not you know they're not he's and so sophomore. like yeah. there are guys on this the only veteran on that field is the guy that no one ever calls his name and that's woody i mean and woody is woody is just woody he he that's the thing is he, you never hear his name because he's doing his job they throw to him one time a game and they're like nope not gonna do that anymore and so but as a whole this defense is just gonna get better and better and better, and I think that's the same thing. There's some players on that he offense. Let the dogs out. Yeah, he was perfectly he was perfectly calm the other night when we had our podcast. And <laughs> yeah, round two, of course, he's going to go nuts tonight. That's okay. That's fine. Nothing but, wrong with having a little barking in the e- background. Even the offensive side, that wide receiver room that we're talking about, like there's Farouk who is and and Stoops who are veteran staples at this point. 
But everybody else, the the Jaden Gibsons, the Brennan Thompsons, those guys are relatively new. Nick Anderson, all relatively new to the room. And so they're going to grow. And so this team, this team has, like right now, you look at it and you go, it could be something really, a really phenomenal team. And but and then I, I did it today because I went back and looked and pulled up all the players from that 2000 team. It's not unlike that team. No. And Bruno alluded to that in his press conference, you know, that that, that team in 2000, what do you call them, the Island of Misfit Toys, you yes. know. And he said this team is a lot like that. They're kind of a kind of a bunch of misfits that all love each other and and um yeah, you have the ability to do something special. So it's kind of I mean, cool. The same thing with like you look at it and the, the so many similarities because you've got like a Dylan Gabriel who has played a lot of football, just not a lot at OU. And the same thing for Josh Heupel is a guy that had played a lot of football, just not a lot at OU. And yeah. so, I mean, there's just there's a lot of similarities to it. I'm not saying this is a national championship run by any means, or it's the same team, but. There is room for growth, and if and if they take advantage of that, and they do grow like you hope and and think that they will, this team could be pretty dangerous when it comes. I think to it's, December. It, and you put this team last year, two years ago. They, they don't. I don't think they have a chance. But this this year, I mean, I think it. Well, it all sets up nicely. That the cards could play out very well for them. Uh, there's no oh. clear cut best team in the country. No, Georgia's very beatable. Michigan's beatable. Alabama may not even be in the comp- competition. USC, if they get there, will be beatable. I mean, Florida State's a beatable. There's team. not a beatable team, unbeatable team out there this year. No, there isn't. No, this team plays Georgia last year. They're probably not winning that ball game. No, but, I mean that they there are like things have fell into place perfectly if OU wants to make a real run. But and, and but the team that you look at and go. That team had has everything going for them. Was the team we just played on the field? And I don't care what any Texas fan says. There was it wasn't that close of a game where Texas played a C plus game or a C minus game, and OU played an A plus game, and we just came out on top. The reality is, as an OU fan, I can look at it and say there were a lot of lost points on that field. I, I love that yeah. narrative that they didn't play their best game. Give I that to me all year long. That's fine. Let, let them let them go into the rest of the season believing they should have won that game, that they didn't play their best game, that that it was a fluke. Let's let's run that narrative until until we meet them again. We fluked them a bunch in the past, didn't we? Yeah, we have. Any <laughs> of the last ten years, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, I think what it was since that come on there the other day, I saw a little deal with two thousand or. 50-50, half and a half. No, 19, since 1955, we're 50-50. 50-50 since 1955. Yes, like 55 or 58 or something like yeah. that. 33 and 33. Yeah. Well, if you go since World War II, OU leads the series by like three or four games. So, it's not much. Suck it, Texas. Yeah. Hey, I, can I give a shout-out to, to Jason and Michael? Boomer, boys. <laughs> <laughs> It's a kind of an inside joke, y'all. Ken folks in Texas. Yeah, those guys don't have any shoestrings right now. They're on they're on suicide watch. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but OU's offense. Uh, moving on to them. Uh, obviously, the the biggest 
offensive thing of the game today was that that final drive that Dylan Gabriel comes out, executes down the field. Minute what? Fifteen seconds left is what it was. Minute seventeen. Minute seventeen. He starts out that drive. Um, Scored in a minute two. Yeah. Yeah. To to think of that. Uh, I mean, obviously, we we talked about it last night. Uh, I'll bring it up again. Uh, I know it's early, but if you're looking for a Heisman moment, yeah, Dylan Gabriel's got one now. That that drive was basically textbook. Oh, it was fantastic. It was good. It was a good drive. He played a good game. He played a very. And good I went game. back and I watched the throw to to Tawi Walker right before the end of the half. Yes. And I'm not. It's a very catchable ball. I, I know mean, it is. It's not. It, it, did he put it where he needed to? Probably not. No. Yeah. My point Gotta was. Got to catch that ball. My point. I'm looking, and y'all know I'm critical of Dylan Gabriel. Some of his throws. Well, I'm aware of that. That ball's a foot higher, possibly a touchdown. And I mean, if these things go this way, this game's out of hand. Oh, I agree. They they score there. They score seven there. They come Pass back out of half. Stoops to keep a drive alive, and it's a little behind him. And and you know Greg Stoops. Are you, are you talking about the four, the third down play? Drake Stoops? The fourth down play? Drake. Drake. Yeah, I'm the sorry. Fourth, are you, fourth are you talking Drake. about the fourth down play with the out route yeah. where he throws it a little bit behind him? Yeah. It's a little. It's not in the right spot. I agree. But yeah, agree. help your help your quarterback out. Catch yeah, the ball. Help the quarterback. Yeah. yeah, I know that. But he turned. He twisted plumb around trying to catch the ball. I'm just. I know. My deal is always: if you touch it, you catch it. I understand that. But those are two ball. And there was another one that he overthrew the player. I remember that one. He threw it well over him, right across the middle. Yeah. Well, to his defense on that, how many tip balls did he did they have? I know that's going to be an issue going. No. Like that's that's something they're going to figure out because teams are going to see that and say, "Hey, we just got to get our hands up." Yeah. If we can't get to him, get your hands up. We're going to bat balls. But I'm sitting there looking at this, and I thought, if we, if he, and if the player too, if they make those three plays, this ball game could have gotten out of hand. Oh yeah, it could have. Could have. Yeah. I think oh, like, I think our boy Gibson got the dropsies again this game too. Didn't no, he dropped a ball. He did. He dropped a ball. I pointed it out during the game. That was borderline pass interference. They, he was on his arm. I mean, it was it was. I, I don't know. That I'm gonna say it's pass interference. Wasn't there another it one? Was, was, he had his arm. He catch. couldn't catch. It was well covered. It was a well covered ball. If like he, he had caught the ball, he would have had to done it one handed. Yes, that's All not right. his fault. No. I thought there was another one he dropped. Hey, and matter of fact, had Dylan, had Dylan thrown that one, that's one of the few pass, long passes Dylan has hit him in stride. If he throws that three feet behind him and Jaden has to stop and go back for it, it's pass interference. Yes. Yeah, And he probably catches it in that Possibly, yes. Yeah. I I look at it and just, I, you know, like the passing lane thing that you said, guys getting their hands up, uh, just to point out, Lebby made great adjustments to that to move Dylan a little bit in the pocket. Get him out of the pocket. To help him with mm-hmm. that. Because it did become an issue. But you all know what that there. means, don't you? If they got their hands in there, that means that that they offensive line's holding them up. And the only mm-hmm. option I have is to stick my hands in that's there. True, that's true, but yeah. that's it's effective still. Yes, it is effective, it, but it, that's better than a sack. You can't, you can't sit here and talk about the offense and not say the offensive line did not play phenomenal. They played well the Oh, you played phenomenal in general. Well, the The offensive line was – he got sacked one time. 
Yeah. Quinn Ewers ended up on his back five times. And there were times that he should have that we just couldn't hold on. Well, Quinn Ewers yeah. fumbled one time, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, there were times that Quinn Ewers – he could have. There could have been. He was uncomfortable most of the night. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have. He didn't have. And he a still played a really. Actually, played a pretty. He played good a game. great game. It's Let it's me. hard. Like going back when you when they said he's thirty it was thirty thirty or thirty seven. That what it was. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to believe I'm that. Like, isn't it? Really, they completed thirty passes against us. Like where? And he did a little flat. But they were those. Yes, they did a lot of the flat passes that were quickly. It just and that the stupid tight end. My gosh, we got to figure that mm. out. It wasn't they, the tight running, end. That, those the seam, the seams, what killed us. They're running right up the seam. It, see, I, I thought don't know it, what, what the breakdown. It was wasn't. There. It, it wasn't always I the it, tight end. I thought it was Sanders. Sanders. Sanders had yeah. one catch, but it was Sanders. it was a different tight end. I think. Yeah, it was the Billy. It was usually on third or fourth down. Billy Bowling <laughs> lit Sanders up. I'm surprised that wasn't a targeting. There were seven. Saying it was, I'm just surprised it wasn't. If you could see the smile on my face and, right and, now. And granted, Sanders was hurt, and I can't believe they played him. But he was not instrumental in this game. No, nope. It was a Worthington kid or something like that. It wasn't Worthy. It was like Withington or something like that. I can't remember his the name. The big tight end that made the touchdowns name was Helm last night. No, it wasn't him. It was like Whitt- Whittington or Worthing- Withington or something. It was somebody like that. that Whittington, we, I think so it was. Whittington, maybe – Along those lines, that guy had a ton of catches and a ton of yards because he kept gashing us up the middle. Yeah, the seam, right that seam, yeah. That seam yeah. right there, and boom, he would – and I don't know who's – Which is what we used to do to people with our One of them backs, was Pearson. Which was – Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, it, that's, that was the old – uh, There was a motion on, the, on that one touchdown. It was a motion. Uh, whoever the cornerback was over there follows him over, should pass him off to Pearson, I believe, in man coverage, and Pearson doesn't pick him up, and Pearson – Rushes uh, Quinn Ewers as he rolls out, and I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be his guy. Probably right. Now, whether or not you know he he didn't communicate to him that hey you know he's yours now or what, I don't know. And see, Pearson's a guy that to me he's another guy that uh, wasn't ever asked really at Texas Tech to be a coverage guy as much as he was a run stopper. Uh, and so I think as the year goes on, I think Brent's going to demand from him more more pass coverage, and I think he'll get better at it. So, I mean, it's one of those deals. He's kind of like Desan McCullough to me. Both of them are really good in the run stoppage right now. Just a little bit off in their coverage. Yeah. But Going back to the offensive line, too, what you know we talked about last night is it's one of the first times I can remember in a long time in a big game where it's loud and there's a lot of energy that our offensive line was just – they were disciplined. Had one, one false start? Was that it? I, and that's what that the thing is. I can't even remember. I think I, you know, there, Ty, there just Tyler gotten had. I know he there, had a false start. There just weren't many false starts, and there weren't uh, many holding pen, penalties. And we one bad. I think was, we can all we can all remember OU drives where we've gotten two false starts on the same. You yeah. know, on the on, on coming the same out of a timeout series of downs. Yeah, I mean, it's just like so to uh, for them to keep him clean to be disciplined. You know, the fact that we're not moving people in the run game as much as we'd like, I, they're doing everything else right, and that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, you had one bad snap. I um, think we had one – they had one hold and one one false start. And you say one bad snap. There was one snap that went past him. I don't know. Going back and watching the game. He wasn't looking. I don't know. They what were coming hard. They were, he he was slinging looking. that ball at him. Yeah, I don't know what he it was, was. It was almost – 
too hot for him to handle several he was, times. Well, he was giving that the old steroid jerk. When you're in a crowd that loud and you're slapping your hands for the count, you know. Yeah, it's hard to. A lot of times that center hears a slap and he's hiking that. Well, I, I get that yeah. on the on the past one, but no, yeah. he's hiking it. Oh, he's he, he was zooming it back there like yes. it was. It was it getting there, on him quicker, quicker than what he would thought. Yes. Yeah. But it seemed like it, it to me the snaps didn't slow down as much as Dylan kind of figured Adjusted out what he was doing. It. Yeah. Like Dylan was like, "Okay, you're going to you're sailing this to me." And he got ready for it. And I think it, to be honest with you, I'm like, "Dad, hey, when you've got a defensive line like Texas has, get it back there so he can go ahead and get to work." And so he Ooh. was That's I, true, but you don't want to hit him in the face mask and him fumble it, you know. Hey. Which almost happened yeah. a couple times. I tell you right now, Andrew, Andrew Rame's slinging it's that coming. ball back there. Didn't help that he's got a his pinky was exploded. Put a bandaid on. Hey, let's go to work. Let's let's talk about that. The fact of the matter is, is when you looked on when you looked on TV and saw his hand. I don't know if it was worse than what it looked like, but it was it looked dude. It was gushing. It looked like you when took your pinky and yeah. smacked when it. When they zoomed in that one, it open. when they zoomed in that one time. You could tell. Well, you could see when he was slapping his hands, it was just slinging. I mean, there was blood splatter all everywhere. everywhere. And it was just like, it was gushing. I mean, this was like a drive after. It was a whole drive later that he comes back out, and it's just pouring down his hand, and you're like, holy crud, man. He's he's doing. Thank goodness it was on his right hand. I mean, yeah. right, I know. Yeah, if that had been his left yeah. hand, he could. I don't think. I don't think you couldn't throw the ball. No. 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 It, was, it was phenomenal. It, again, Dylan Gabriel played the game of. His career thus yes. far, in my opinion, yes. oh yeah, I agree with because you. Know, I, I mean, you got to be happy for the guy. The numbers we've don't all sat here and criticized him. Yes, and that was not a, a whole lot of criticism yesterday. That no. was no matter what happens the rest of the season, you can go back and watch that game for years and be happy about that. I yeah. will. And, be and happy I, about I that. said it when we were out here. I said, you take that pinky with all that blood on it, and he can write his name in sooner lore because that last drive embodied. What oh, you yeah. thought of as like you go back and look at all those players that have done something or you know had a part in even the Caleb Williams of the world where it leads us back to win Dylan Gabriel we go down three and the guy with ice in his veins just walks out there and it's no big deal and he yep. he slung I and mean, one of the passes that the one that stood out, stood out to me the most is the pass when they're on the far hash. And he throws it across the field to Jalil Farouk. Yes, that was a long pass. It felt like it was in the air forever. Ever. But yeah, it, it almost looked like it was going to be picked off. Stoops yeah. sealed a block right there as it was coming. And, and yeah. as Stoops doesn't make it, his block. It looked it like it does it was get be picked, picked off. Yep. But Stoops lays the block out there, and it you know, Rook, Rook catches Rook, it, Rook, makes Rook, a nice move. Farouk had a game. Yeah, he did. Uh, he, he did have a game. He proved. It's good to see him. I I, I, I tell you what, too, I really. I mean, I I was I was proud of Tawee Walker as well. I mean, I know he he had the drop, which we all debated, but um, I mean the the two rushing touchdowns, and then again I go back to when we are on the the half yard line and backed up, and you're thinking, oh crap, do we want to punt out of the end zone again? And Tawee breaks the well, that you know, 13, 15 yarder or whatever, you know, that'll really, suck the wind out of him right there. You can, you gave you can say a lot of things about Tall Wee, but that little guy is tough. And he just, he was just, a, yeah, there was a run, a run on one of them scoring drives that he that he bounces outside yes. of a yeah. sure tackle and, I mean, gets another seven or eight yards on it. It was impressive. Yeah. 
Did you, did you guys hear Toby Rowland's call on one of his touchdown runs? No, I didn't. The ta the wee 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 all the way home. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty good. The, the thing about Tawi for me is, man, he is he's he's a guy that in when you're thinking about this running back room and how this whole thing's gone all years, who gets to play this week? He seems like a guy that every chance he gets on the field, he's going to make the most of it. He does. He like there was a one, there was a tackle I can't remember. Me and you watched it, Caleb, and they said he was down. They called him down, but he, he wasn't actually down. was not. He no. was not down. He they, got they back up and dead. took off. And had that been, I I was mad about that today. Yeah, they I mean, I guess him, you could argue his forward progress had stopped because the guy suplexed him backwards. But he never really he was, was down. Well, and, no, I, I take it back. He was his his form his elbow was on it the ground. yeah because I, I watched it a few times and I thought oh yeah his elbow was on the ground if his elbow wasn't on the ground on that he's it, gone it was on the ground so but I mean it's one of them deals that he's a guy that like, I don't think the official probably actually saw that there he were, probably just there were blew times like five tackle. or six guys like for a while there you're like are they ever going to actually make him go onto the ground to get the whistle blown yeah because they're blowing the whistle and he's still standing on his feet and I'm like. Let it go for a couple more seconds to see what it does. Speaking of that, though, I think that I've been waiting for that rule change forever, though. I, I actually hate that rule. The fact, you know, when, like, a guy goes and makes if, a foreign think, tackle. Yeah, and, if you, if and, you are resting on top of somebody's body. Him, and the guy, like, rolls him up and he just he's resting on his body. Nothing keeping him off the ground but the other guy's body. Oh, I agree. I've said that for years. And then he kind of rolls back over. I just right. think that's one of the dumbest That's exactly rules what happened to us at Texas Tech in 2007. Nah, yeah, nine, right around still there. Didn't make that touchdown, by the Something way. I'm stupid. That's bull crap. Uh, but no, I'm 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 agreeing with you guys. I, I but as long as it's not a rule, the this yeah, guy yeah. he I, never I get it, but still, he is so yeah. hard to bring down. He's a guy that you think about. He's like there's been times throughout the year. I can't remember. I think it was the Cincinnati game, maybe, where they tried to get him down, and it's just he puts a hand into the dirt and. He's like a like a and bigger, just keeps and bigger, just keeps clawing and he, he looks Griffin. like he looks like an animal running because he's just churning his legs, throwing that arm out in front of him, and he gets five, six more yards, and you're like, oh. What's the uh what's the word on Barnes? Is he, do we actually think he's hurt? Yes, he is. I mean he I, was I will say every time Tawi scored, he was the first one out there congratulating yeah. him. So I, that's I think refreshing I, to see. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's not at the end of the day, I think about it, I think Brent finally had to address that. I think he wasn't try I think he was avoiding it. And and Brent's been kind of coy with his injuries at times. I think if they're season enders and stuff like that, he's he's been pretty upfront. But in these injuries that not knowing if you're gonna play week to week, I think he's been pretty coy with it and Rightfully so. It's weird that he's played like some, though. Usually, if you're injured, you're not going to play. I any. think I think they tested it. I think that's what they did. I think they stuck him out there and tested the waters to see if he was going to be able to go. I think he did wasn't. They, did they ever put him in the game? No, he, he didn't did play not. No. I, I think they Kevin tested. Sawchuck had one carry uh, for minus one or two yards, but he now he played on special teams. Yeah, he is on kick kick kickoff. So, but I, I think what they're doing with Barnes, I think what they did with Barnes was early on in the season. I think they gave him some carries and stuff, just to check and it out. I think he probably played the card of what any, you know, any kid would want to do and would say, "Nope, nope, I can do it. I can go. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." And I think as the staff watched him and Demarco in particular, I think he thought this is not what we expected, and I think they've kind of come to the conclusion, "Hey, this isn't this isn't right yet." Yeah. And I think I he's. I, I, I don't hope that he's injured, but I hope that's the case. I, I think he's 
I think I think I want him to hang around. I don't want to lose him. I mean, <laughs> I I really believe that to be the case because Brent came out and said it. I, I've got no reason to not believe him. I don't. I, I wouldn't think that he would come out and lie about it to say, "Hey, we're not playing this guy because he's injured and he's really not injured." Uh, you would think that that would become an issue, um, but uh, special teams sucks. They're so terrible. <laughs> kickoff returns great. Or kickoff and kickoff return has been good. They're not bad. Yeah, I mean, kickoff and kickoff Punt return. Is, yeah, coverage has been good. Like, I don't I don't know what they would do. Like, I, at rewatching that punt, it was it was abysmal, to say the least. Like, nobody – like, you got three guys back to block, and you let nine guys run through the line. Nobody on the front, the front line blocked at all. I just if I, the first guy through there wouldn't have blocked the punt, the other four following him would have. I, I think even for me, throw that punt out. Uh, so what? We we went to do a coverage punt, maybe. I, I don't know why you don't do. You max still got to block a little. Yeah, I don't know block. why you're you're in the end zone. I don't know why you're not doing max protect. Yeah, which I'm assuming they were, but they yeah. were. They absolutely were not. I'm if you're not max protecting there, and let's just say throw that one out. The twenty six yard punt. That looked like he was trying to do a rugby kick, is ridiculous. Who's the special teams coach? I don't know. I don't think we have one. Is yeah, it Brent? Do do? Who is it? Uh, Brandon Hall. Is it Brandon Hall? For real? Well, I thought it was. I may be wrong. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. He better get his crap I mean, together. Their special teams have been pretty decent. For most of the year, I mean, they have been. Like, Their punts have not been great. They, they, they're not been great, but they've been they've been pinning them inside the ten. You know, I mean, he was field, field goals haven't been terrible. We've been blocking with what? How many block punts we have this year already? I mean, it's two. Not, no, not Peyton Bowens terrible. had two two block punts, and I don't think right, either Peyton one Bowen's of them were called blocks. Special teams, but yeah, the first one we all know that Peyton Bowen would got in trouble for that thing. That was a no no. He. We know the Iowa State one, they dialed that up. That was well, that the, was a design play. Yeah, the Iowa State one was d- dialed up, but the first one, he, the way he angled in, Brent said was was downright dangerous. I mean, and, and I can understand that. You, the way he, he came off the edge, he just kind of, you know, did that on his own uh, with no – I have no complaints on it. Uh, and and I'm, like, I'm like you guys. I think coverage-wise – uh, punt coverages and, and you know stuff like that but our punter uh, we've tried two and I, I brought it up last time was if you've got two punters you don't have one and we just don't have a punter that can do really well and I, I find it odd that Brent kind of took some jabs at Michael Turk whereas I, you were kind of wishing yesterday on on Saturday that we had another Michael Yeah you'd Turk. like to have him punt out the end zone one yeah, I mean he he can He's boom one. He's fields before. Yeah, yeah, and and so I mean uh, those two, and then you toss in the fact that Schmidt missed the forty-five yarder. I know it's a forty-five yarder. It's not a chip shot by any means, but uh, to His me, the other one just barely squeaked in too. Yeah, he he has struggled this year, and you know, and I look back over the years, dad's a huge little Jimmy Stevens fan, but I wasn't. Uh, but you look back at like Honeycutt and those guys, they had, they had streaks where they were terrible. 
but it doesn't seem like Schmitz had his streak where he was great. Like everybody, Honeycutt got the name Moneycutt. Yeah, he was great until that Kansas State game. He had then, one. He had like it. Something got was, in his head. He was done after that, pretty much. And and the same thing can be said for guys like Little Jimmy Stevens. He had his moments where he was great, and then moments where like you something got in his head. Well, he's one of the few that like he was in his what fourth, third or fourth year and got replaced mid mid season and yeah. never came back in. Well, I, I miss Duncan. Remember that guy? I do miss Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was awesome. Cybert. Tyler's probably the best best kicker we've had in a long he time. He was really good too. I forgot about him. Yeah. Dad knows all the kickers, and he's not even talking. It, it doesn't look like what we now? actually have a special teams coach. Was, we have was a, it was it Cybert that like almost won a whole season without missing? Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. he was phenomenal. Yeah. He was good, and we scored a bunch that year too. But yeah. uh, going over the games around the country from Saturday, uh, Notre Dame they they go down to Louisville. And lose that game. Um, <laughs> so I mean, it was it was a great day for OU fans. If if you're like me and you just remember the fact that Notre Dame has been a thorn in our side for uh, decades upon decades, uh, Notre Dame loses. Uh, Serves them right. Thank goodness. Man, uh, if USC would have lost, it would have been a trifecta, wouldn't it? USC, it Miami, Notre Dame. It would be yeah. awesome. Mm. The Miami loss. That oh Miami deal. What? I mean, I, I went back. Ridiculous. Again, I went back and watched that whole deal. Went back and saw what Cristobal did at Oregon. And I have no explanation for why he does that. Well, I mean, think about it. Even in, even if you had 45 seconds, wouldn't you still Well, that's what I thought the kneel? first time I watched it. I thought, I thought they even, snapped even it so, Wouldn't you still kneel and then on fourth down? Decide if you're going to hand it off, whether you're going to run around, throw it, you know, high out in the. Were you going to throw it high in the air? Like, yeah, you. I feel like you still would kneel, even if it was close, you know. And yeah, there's, there's absolutely no reason for that. No, I mean, I'm serious. I, I've watched, I've watched both of them, like in ex, in length. What is now. he? Has he said anything about it? Has he gave an explanation for it? Like, well, we just screwed up, or not really. I mean, he he's made. I mean, he he took blame for it. There's no doubt. But he's not giving an explanation of why he's running the football there. And I don't I, – I still can't – I can't wrap my mind around it. It's – it's, it's, he's it's an idiot. The, it's one of the biggest blunders of all time probably. But what sucks about it is like everybody's giving him a pass. No, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm saying like the media and stuff are like, uh, Miami's not going to drop in the polls because they won the football game. No. I mean, he – he coaching is a part of it. We all complained last year, and rightfully so. Yeah, well, who's Brent, to say he's not going to do the same thing in three games from now? You know we, what I mean? We complained last year that Brent Venables mismanaged games. He did. He like and yesterday you could say so I'm saying USC is okay because their defensive coach sucks. I mean Saturday you can say that Brent. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm of a believer that says that Matt Wells and. Guys like that have a big say now in how game management's going because I think Brent is so involved with the defense. He doesn't always, you know, understand the flow of the game. Right. But Brent understood that he mismanaged games and said, here, tell me when to take my time out so that I know. And let's say Saturday, you watch, he burns through those timeouts, but he burnt through them perfectly. 
Like you can't go back and say the guy that mismanages the game. There was there was one instance I think uh, on the on one of those timeouts he didn't take it quickly enough. Maybe not. Ar- arguably, but, but Sark's the one that mismanaged the game. Yes, I he, mean the he deal should is, have he should have more of the clock. Someone, that someone pointed out today: had they took ten extra seconds Off on each every play. play that they made they to kick go the kick the goal, goal to end the game, it would end the game. So he mismanaged the game. Yes, and so Brent has remedied that, and we paid the price for it. Nobody ever came out and said, "Hey, Oklahoma lost five or four one-score games because of time mismanagement." But that's not a big deal. We're not going to blame the team. Now they're like not blaming Miami for this. No, you mismanaged the game. The, f- the funny thing was, do you see what Sark said that they they didn't lose the game? They just ran out of time. Yeah. No, you just you you score too quickly <laughs> because you're an idiot. Oh no, I I, I could care less what Sark says. <laughs> it, like I said, uh, uh, Texas eight weeks over. It's the time. It was just rumors, but there's rumors that he's doing cocaine off the belly buttons of his linemen. So I'm just saying it out there. Um. I will say we we do need to. I, I've seen it a couple of times now in the game. I mean, it happened in this Texas game. It happened in the Tulsa game. I think it happened in the Iowa State game, where we're coming down, you know, at the end, like right before the half, and we start trying to run clock, you know, like. And I'm just of the mindset. I I mean I get it, but once you're under like a minute thirty, if you've got a defense, go score. You know what I mean? Don't don't get cute and trying to burn the clock all the way down to yeah. Now with 10 Lincoln, seconds. with Lincoln, it was like you better well, yeah, you Lincoln, better score dude, with yeah, no time absolutely. on the clock because yeah. if you're going to squib kick it, give it but, to him on the forty, and then they're going to throw two passes and kick a field we, goal. We've done that a couple of times, and then you end up they end up going down there, and they get to the ten yard line, they then they get a penalty, and there's a ten second runoff, and then there's this, and then and then you get bottled into where you have to you have to throw the ball. You, you, you have, have to, to become one dimensional. You have to become one-dimensional, and you can't run the ball. You've got the short, you've got the short field, and it's just like, go down there, run the ball, and keep all your options open and score, it, it and would, and don't worry about the dang clock so much of trying to run it down if you got a defense, and that's that's been frustrating this year. It's amazing how much diff, more difficult it would be for a for a, a defense to have to decide whether, you know, to play the both the run and the pass. I mean. Yeah, right, like right there at the end, hey, Dylan Gabriel runs hey, it, and they. But, but there's a part once you, you know, get down under thirty under thirty seconds, you don't you don't have all those options to use. No, especially you, don't. When you don't have timeouts. If, if you've got a and timeout so, left, then you know you're on the on the six yard line like we were right there. I, it just so makes it really, that much more inside, more difficult. Once you get inside that ten yard line, you'd still like to have maybe a minute because you'd like to run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, and they. I feel like they get down there and they get they get on the five or ten yard line and they just don't have their options open right. and that kind of drives me crazy. And that's I, stuff I, I think really that'll get enjoyed better. watching Dylan run the ball. I thought, yeah, I mean, he runs really, the ball really well in space. Yes, he like I don't want him running the ball to get a first down on first and or on on third right. and four. No, once no. he makes contact, he's done. I don't yeah. want him between the tackles. That's my absolutely main concern. not. No. Unless it's a unless it's a draw play, unless designed, he, well, I mean, unless he's it, that or or if he's just saw an opening, and he's scrambling yes, for yes, it. Yes. But I one of the things he does really well, and it's going to cost him, and it did last year, is he get he slides really well. Yes, and he does yeah. so at a time. He's not Blake Bell. 
no, he is not. Slide. He slides but at he a time. Baker Mayfield. 15 yards because of the way Baker he Mayfield it. ain't sliding. Because he no. slides. He slides at the perfect time. He slides at a point where the defense, the the defender that's coming on him, can't has has got to make a last second. Decision. I still hate that. There's one time where where Quinn uh, Quinn yours he doesn't slide. He dies for the first down. And I think it's Kendall Doby. I can't remember who it is. Actually pulls up and doesn't hit him. If he hits him, he's, he he doesn't get the first down. But he pulls up and jumps over him because he's afraid if he hits him, he's going to get a penalty. Yeah. And it, it's just – it's I'm, no, I mean, no. The deal is – I'm not if saying – If he slides and you hit him helmet to helmet and you're, you're leading with your head, that's one thing. The but rules. to hit him as he's sliding, oh, that's – I'm not like, crap, like say, but, but a quarterback, when he goes to slide, the moment he even makes that – move backwards you have to stop and and i get that but but it's it's so quick i mean it is quick and guys play so fast i think the i think the rule's stupid i'm not sitting here saying it's not i'm i'm 100 for saying hey let him play football but if the rule is that dylan gabriel is maximizing it ain't like he hit him very freaking hard or nothing i mean he didn't hit him hell he hit him shoulder in his shoulder yeah he shouldered him but I look back to last year, and it was almost the exact oh, yeah. same oh, yeah. timing that he got. And they he got does. hit in the head, and everybody on the backs are so soft, though. Man, he's a pretty tough kid. He's a tough kid. I get it. I'm just saying, in general, quarterbacks are soft. I mean, you. What else we got, Coach? You see Marcus Major get hit in the head. Dude yeah. gets up, shakes it off, walks off the field. Three days, three downs. Players back on. Is it on time the field. to talk about me picking Oklahoma to win and being right? Yes, it is. Uh, we did our picks against the spread last week. Um, we had OU versus Texas. Caleb knows better than ever put an OU game on it Y'all again. Are slime bags. Dad was the, Dad was the pops. I, was I, the, in my defense, I picked that game first. I honestly thought all three of y'all would pick OU, and I would pick Texas, and then oh, don't, don't. strategizing don't to go ahead go. of y'all. Don't even go. It's there. the truth. You're a kind of the a truth. semi-closet Texas fan to start with. You've been hanging out with Jason too much. My Pop, God, Pops picked OU. The rest of us picked picked Texas. So I mean, we lost. Pops got a point. I do. There. I, I do want to mention that we talked about Brewer last week. Brewer picked OU by ten. 45 to 35, I think, was his score. So, and Fox, we, you were not alone. Brewer, Brewer had OU win this game. Kid knows and he what, had he, good, he had knows good what he's talking about. On why OU like, was going to win this he game. He understood why. That's the thing with Brewer is he throws out there, hey, Texas has never scored 40 in your life. And they they still have. And you look at the defense. They've that scored they 41 game. They haven't okay. scored over 40. No, they haven't scored okay. over 40 is what he over said. 40. Yeah. And he pointed it out. And then you look at the defenses that they played. Rice. Yeah. Wyoming. I'm not saying Wyoming and Rice are terrible teams. But when you start laying them out there, you're like, hey, they've not played OU's defense. No. So props to Brewer. And speaking of which, next week is a bye week. So, uh, Shane, we talked about it, uh, possibly getting Brewer on the the podcast next week for a bye week with Brewer. Um, Let's do it. And and have him come in, give us a little insight. Uh, if you think he's only knowledgeable on OU football, he is not. He is knowledgeable. He knows a lot of other stuff. On, well, on he, you know, all he pointed football. out too that when Texas, if you make Texas drive over a certain amount of time, they tend to stall out. Yes. And at 
that proved true on Saturday too. So good call, bro. Good yeah. eyes. Nailed it. And we're going to have him on hopefully if, if he's available and we'll have him on the podcast next week and uh, get some insight for him. Uh, kind of what he thinks, you know, the, the next half of the season is going to look like. So, uh, one of the other picks we had was Kansas State versus Oklahoma State. Uh, Did not see that one. Coming. Every one Did of not. us missed that one. Yes. What happened? It's it too late to swap Kansas State out for, for Kansas. Oklahoma State, a jump. Who'd they lose to? Alabama Southern or somebody? Or South, South Alabama. Alabama. Southern South Alabama. Alabama. They lose to South Alabama and they beat Kansas State. Go figure. Yeah, but I—that's—that's that's the thing—is they finally settled on a quarterback. They let him play the whole game, and the Bowman kid. Um, is he, he played, still the best? Is he the best quarterback? I don't think he is. But I have no idea. I, I've watched. Uh, that's what was evidently I watched he a little is. bit of that playing. game, and it's just like I don't know if Will Howard just Kansas had State. the worst game of his life. Kansas or State the, played terrible. If the Oklahoma State defense was playing that good, I couldn't tell. I think Kansas State played. It terribly. was. It was. Not not dogging on the Oklahoma State team or or pouring on to those Oklahoma State fans, but Kansas Will State probably not, lied us up. <laughs> Kansas State did not. Luckily, play we're well. not playing him this year. Thank yeah, goodness. I know uh, the last game we picked was the uh, Kentucky versus Georgia game. Ooh. I missed uh, that one. Caleb Caleb's no, really excited about that. Either. I I didn't think that. What I didn't think it would be was, what it was. I thought. I really thought I took Kentucky in the points. But I really yeah, thought, I thought Kentucky would play them close. That wasn't a game, guys. I thought Kentucky had a chance to win it. And so when you when you're you giving up both. that many points, I thought, man, they Hi. that's a yeah, but I the, thought that was a smart I bet. think I, I think like Georgia's shooting. played some close games, and if you'll remember back to last year, they played a lot of close games last year too. They yeah. they tend to and play they, to their opponent too, don't they? they when they when they know they got somebody year. that's yeah, they, they just gotta have they like just gotta have a quarterback back there that can manage or something. What not that or what was the score of that game? That game there, yeah, fifty two thirteen something yeah, like that. Something, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was stupid. It was stupid. I but I the thing was is going in. I'm like Shane. I not only did I think Kentucky with the points, but there was a part of me that thought I did too. Kentucky's gonna win that Georgia. thing outright. I think people are still sleeping on Georgia. I'm not saying they Georgia's got, they not got, any good. And, and, and even Alabama, too. I mean, they've got too many guys. Yeah. they got too many dudes on their team. Yeah. yeah. The quarterback plays and goes. starts playing a little bit better. We talked about it. They're going to be tough. We their defense up, is still going to be tough. We talked about it in the pod that's never going to happen, that, that never will air because it deleted and went away. But blue chip guys, they've got a lot of them. They got, they've got tons of them. Explain to me exactly what we are calling a blue chip guy because I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't know like I do. Three, five and four stars are blue. Chip. No, no, th- no, three stars. No, three. No. Stars. Where do you? Where did you? Where does? Who determines this? The blue chip. When I looked it up, it was like you know, basically you know players who are a sure thing. No, that no, it's, it's four and five stars. That's what's yours. Four, four and five, five stars. Sure. That's what we're looking at. Okay, sure thing. And Alabama's got eighty nine percent of their team is four and five stars. I believe that. And it drops off from there. Well, I mean, that's quite the, a bit. Yeah. Other oh, teams. oh, yeah. I'm sure it does. I mean, and, it, I mean, you're you going know, for the last 15 years, they've they've been one or two in the recruit. Yeah, recruiting, and you know. they drop off from 89 percent into the 70s. Well, what's crazy? Uh, Alabama, Alabama, Georgia, A and M, and then you know Texas, 
Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going to be up there. Oklahoma's yeah. above yeah. Texas. I, I, I know. I mean, yeah. and I don't. I still don't understand how that is. We got a tons of four star. Well, I get that, but we got tons of Texas four-star. is usually above us in the in the rankings for most. Yeah, but it's because you've got to think in, in terms of like recruiting is so weird because if it, if you it get factors in, yeah, yeah, you get two. It, take, it takes into so many how many recruits you have and all if that. If I get stuff. five, yeah. if I get five four stars and you get two five stars, you're gonna beat me in the recruiting ring because it's stupid. Yeah, Don't I, get me wrong. I get, I get all that. I got five good players. You got two what they consider great players. Great players. And five good players going to score more. Yeah, it, on it, on the ranking deal. And so that how that that's how that pans out. It's just kind of a weird deal how the whole recruiting ranking thing has happened. And 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 it's and it's such an inexact science that it's stupid. Yeah. Now Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, the thing with them is is like us. We look at look back over the years and we say all oh, those five five stars never panned out because well, we got one every year. We got the kid that was what's the kid's name that was the one that got in trouble for Matoir? Yeah. Trey Matoir. Things like that. We got guys like that. Bookie. Right. Yeah, you get bookies. Things like that. And you go, oh well, we weren't getting character five star guys. No. If you can if you yeah. can get five star guys that are good character guys too, you got now some. you're now you're cooking. That's the thing, is you is you look at like that whole deal. But even even like Kirby and Nick, they're bringing in guys. They're bringing in so many five stars. You can let a few of them not pan out. Two or three of them don't have to. You're exactly right. They don't have to yeah. pan out. They can go on and and be you know child molesters or whatever they end up being. And you're like, you know what? The other three that I got turned out to be superstars, and they end up in the NFL in the first round of the draft. And for anybody who thinks stars don't matter. You can look at OU's team this year. Who are our five stars on our team defensively? Uh, five stars would be, let's Peyton see. Bowen. Peyton Bowen. <laughs> Bingo. Star. Bingo, uh, yeah. PJ. PJ. Bingo. Both are, both of which are freshmen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of which are getting considerable playing time. Yes. And making Ooh. considerable impacts. Yes. Yeah, I mean, five stars do that. You know, Alabama add four of them each year. Yeah. Yeah, stars matter. Yeah, stars do matter, and and the thing is, is you look at this year's recruiting rankings or this recruiting class, and that's why Missouri fans and why the lady that did the AP poll, which we kind of skipped over, uh, were fifth in the AP poll. But there's a lady that votes in that. She's from Missouri. She voted us two spots below Texas, and why is she voting us two spots below Texas? I only she's consider, an idiot. I well, the reason I think she's doing it is because. Uh, maybe there's a guy named Williams Winery that keeps throwing up his OU hands all the time with his OU gloves on, and, it's, and, and, it's and she's considering Jordan. the fact she's, that he may she's leave from Missouri. But she like writes for Syracuse or something, though. I don't care what she but, does. You know, I mean, uh, apparently she hates I like Oklahoma. When, I liked it when she Speaking said of Missouri, though, man, they, they almost knocked beat, off LSU. If they would have beaten, they I almost would like to see them by lose more than every three game. points. I would have ranked them higher. Well, we beat them before. So there you go. Yeah, she doesn't do she's, counting well. She's an idiot. Math's hard. Um, Who would ever have thought a day when LSU doesn't play defense and OU does, man? I mean, it's it's a weird it's a weird year. And it's because of who, Dad? Who's the guy we hate? 
Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly. We just dislike Brian Kelly. Oh, yeah, I don't like Brian I don't know why I don't like him, but I don't. All right, so this week we're picking against the spread. Uh, We've already done it once, but we'll do it again. Uh, We had my picks. Yeah, I'm just saying, why not? You guys, I, I have a pin oh, here. Here, why not? You both slime bags change them all the time. So when we when we took these down, it was we took Oregon at Washington. Uh, Washington's given three points in that game. No changing. Just read what we got. Uh, Caleb, what you got? I believe I picked Oregon in that one. Yes, you did. Shane, who did you have? I picked Oregon. So Shane has Oregon. Me and Dad, me and Pops, we took Washington. Uh, One of you took Washington, the other one took Washington. Washington or Washington. (laughs) Washington I've never seen an R in there, so I'm going to go with Washington. It's the old British. It's the British pronunciation, Washington. Washington. I guarantee it's how George Washington said his name. Do you really believe that? Yes. Yeah, listen 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 to British soccer. They'll, they'll say Washington. I'll pass. I'll take your word for it. The only soccer I ever watched was... I. You don't have to be a soccer player to be British. I'm just saying that's where you're hearing announcers. They put his R's in where they don't belong. Pennington so. is about as English as you can the get. Girl. They call us Pernington over there? Call us what? Pernington. Pernington. <laughs> Slap an R in there. Slow an R in there, I guess. That's what they do. Anyway, so derailed. Let's go. I lost it. Never mind. Um, we got we we picked the USC at Notre Dame game. Uh, Notre Dame is actually favored in this game by two and a half. Uh, I would Caleb, pay money to see Notre Dame win, but they're they're not going to. I don't think you took you took Notre Dame. No, I took USC. You wrote that down wrong. Oh, excuse me. You did take USC. Yeah, I took Notre Dame. Well, this just throws into question the whole. The no, whole. I, got, I just. I, I looked at it wrong. My bad. My bad. Yeah. I looked at it wrong. Uh, Caleb, you took note. You took USC. Yes, I took USC. Pops, you had Notre Dame. Yes, Shane. You I, had. I had USC. I'm, I'm betting with my wallet, not with my heart. But I hope Notre Dame wins. So, but and no, I, I took USC. I also took USC, not because of Tebow by any means. But they had the best player in college football on their team. It, yeah, y'all are Lincoln Riley fans. Let, the deal is, is you know just as well as we do, if you put any team out there on the field, their team's going to play up to that team. Their and, defense can't and they play will up to they the, will Notre score Dame's one defense. more they'll score one no more point Notre Dame's one more field goal not that good I don't, don't think. need to be their or defense take them into triple enough. overtime whatever they got to do but that's the thing with Lincoln Riley does this with teams this is why I always I, I everybody thinks the move to the Big Ten's bad for him I don't think it is I'm kind of with Cody on this one I think I think he loves the fact that. He's going to the Big Ten. I, I think, think it's going to hurt that he's not going to have Caleb Williams. I think the fact that he was moving to the SEC sucked for him because the SEC is willing to do, hey, let's just play all out. Because they they banked on defense all those years, and now they've just gone to the wayside with it uh, and said, hey, let's play shootout football. And that's what Lincoln does. He, he baits you into the game he wants you to play. And he says, let's play shootout football. And that's what they do. And Nebraska there's not a Big Ten offense. Because they can't do that. Yeah, Nebraska, Iowa, Michigan. None of those Michigan teams State, can play. Yeah. None of those teams can play shootout football. But, I mean, Notre Dame is not going to play shootout with them. I don't think they're they not. are either. And that's why Lincoln's going to try to bait them into it. And they can't do it. 
Try. They're going to play defense and shut USC. I don't down. think they Turn can off. stop. You can't shut USC's defense. Lincoln Riley, if if he's anything, he is a good offensive coordinator. He is they that. can move you the ball and shut. score points. And you, you got the best offense. Best player in college football. USC. I hate well, we, them. And we talked about this Sunday. I mean, this is it's why it I'll just take drives you crazy. I'm not saying I want Wait. them to win, they're, but no, no, my brain but, tells me they're going to win. Well, I don't. Do but they're that. never. See, they're never out of a game. They're never out of a game, and they're never safe. They can be mm-hmm. up by 25. They're not safe. That's and exactly they right. They can be down okay. by 25, and they can still win it. And that's – you like living that way? Congratulations. I I like where we're at now. I'm with you. I, I can live with a 20-6 to six win. Oh, you know? I, I much prefer that. Now, I, I would. there's nothing I would love to see more than for them to lose to Notre Dame, lose to Oregon. Lose about four games, and Caleb Williams throw about 19 interceptions between now and then. But that's Lose not, to Colorado. That's yeah, not nice. going to happen. Well, the deal is with, with USC is it, it was just like what we were. If you knew that if at any point in time you needed a stop, you probably weren't going to get it. With Brent's team, there's always hope. Yeah. That like it's like the it's like the Texas drive there at the end. Even though they got the three, they didn't get the seven. Yeah, that we all thought they would get. It's at least you know, at least you had the option of holding them to a field goal. With Lincoln, it was let's hurry up and let them score so we can get the ball back and maybe try to you know get a two point conversion when we let's score. Let's talk about something else besides Tebow. All right, last game we picked was uh, Miami at North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, it was uh, North Carolina was favored by three and a half. Are you picking North Carolina over there because you love Mac Brown? No. Okay. I'm picking <laughs> North Carolina because I will not pick Miami. I hate them. <laughs> I got North Carolina too, I believe. I had North Carolina. I think I was the lone one to pick Miami. I think they. Uh, I think you got to you got to come back from that. Like we said, if they don't come back from this week, they're going to lose their team. So I think. Uh, I think they got to regroup and come out. And I think Texas fuck somebody in the mouth, take out their anger. I don't think they. I, I I hope they do, but I just don't think that, that that's going to happen. I think well, the schedule's too easy. A, the thing is, too, they haven't. It's just like us if we lost that game. You hate it for this week, but none of your goals have changed. No, every you know, goal that you, I mean, you you want is still in front of you. Yes, everything you still you want win the Big Twelve championship. Fact, you run the season. You might have a slight advantage. To actually accomplish all those mm-hmm. goals, and I, so it's like I hate to admit that, honestly, but I think you're right. The fact that we won this week, it's a it's a great confidence booster, and I Let really love say it for this. Brent, and, and I love it. And I wait to say, and I love it for those guys because I, they've worked their butts off and they deserve a win like that. And they haven't got to they haven't got to celebrate all the hard work they put in. But the reality is, we go play the Big Twelve Championship. Texas is on, doesn't lose. We don't lose. They beat us. There's only one slot open. They're getting in and we're not. This win didn't mean anything. So, Let me put it to you this way. If Oklahoma had gotten beat, everything's still in front of us. That's what we just said, yes. Yes. But Same thing with Texas. That ain't what it is to Texas. Texas yeah, is, it is. Texas is beat Oklahoma. And when they can't do that, they're done. I, I, think, I think for both teams – I think this, for obviously for Oklahoma, we got a bye week, but I think both of them have a test coming forward, as Texas has to show 
which they've shown. I, we we all asked the question after they beat Alabama, and I think the whole country asked it. How can they handle the success of that? And they did well. They they handled it well and, and won the games that you thought they wouldn't. The Wyoming game, you thought – the Kansas game was the one I thought they might drop because yeah. it was yeah, a trap game. Did. Yeah. Obviously, they got, you've still got to play Kansas. They got they got lucky with the fact that, uh, you know, the quarterback was out and they got Bean and Bean's not very good. Um, but for Oklahoma, you know, we we have handled a little bit of success, but this is major success. The whole country now is looking at Oklahoma again and saying, "Hey, look what they just did." And all those talking heads and stuff, you know, you got rat poison. It, that's the thing is, is you've got guys like Canick and, uh, you know, Stutzman out there getting upside down Longhorns. They, they did not. You got fooled. Was that a lie? No, it wasn't a real tattoo. So it's a fake tattoo. But they, yes. they got fake tattoos. And they trolled everybody. They trolled us all. All y'all. But the deal is, <laughs> is they slapped it out there. Kyle, I'm legs. Losing his mind over it, but the deal- I, just, I just want to say I love that Brent runs a tight ship and he's got this guy's discipline under control because you just feel like I love Daddy Stutzman, but man, if if Daddy was like under Lincoln's, oh um, my gosh, oh, he's a- laissez-faire, oh my god, <laughs> coaching style, did you feel like that dude be like robbing a QT for some Twinkies or something? <laughs> Probably, yes, just like, very much so. <laughs> end up with a mugshot but or something. Like, we love you, Daddy. Like when you're you- a great middle linebacker, but. Keep, keep, keep it between the lines. I'm honestly surprised he gets away with some of the stuff that he does with the hair and the. He's he's Bosworth the, with some chain tattoos and glasses. He's and Bosworth stuff. with a leash. You kind of feel like Brent like sets up the guardrails and says, "I don't care what you do in between these two guardrails." Yeah, that's right? probably the case. But, but outside of that, like, you can tell yeah. they've got a good relationship. But even, they do. That's, but that's even cool. the deal is, is like the. Like some of those guys, like you look at social media, and some of those guys are, are really relishing in this, and I, they're they're taking their jabs and stuff. And I'm sure they heard all of it from the 490, and we, uh, we talked about it last night when we tried to do this, and it didn't pan out. But they told us there was no talk of it throughout the year. Schmitty made them do on Tuesdays. It was it was Medicine Ball Day where they did 49 medicine ball, uh, whatever the workout was with a medicine ball, and they had to do 49 of them to remind them. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday from that day, they did it. Probably for 49 Tuesdays. More than 49, I guarantee you that. You don't think they got five weeks off? Uh, They may have (laughs) when they were out, but I I just don't know. I, I, he may have made him do it at home. Who knows? Schmitty's that type of guy, and I love him for it. Okay, and, and what else we got? We don't have anything else. That's the thing. We're finishing this We're thing done? up. You need to calm down. The deal is hey, Schmitty's well, the man. I need to go to bed. It's getting late. How late is it? It's 10 only o'clock. 10 o'clock. This, yeah, you're going to stay up till 2 a.m. watching well, watch the game again. No, I'm not either. I got a couple of tractors. <laughs> He's going to watch tractors. A couple of farm shows I need to watch. But um, I can't wait till tomorrow. Well, the good news is, is the computer says we're still recording at this point, so that's great. We we may actually be able to save it and hey, go hit, on. Hit save first. I'm going to hit save when we're done. 
Uh, anybody got anything else they need to add to this thing? Uh, Pops Pastime Pick'em. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pastime Pick'em. Throw it at me. Pops Pastime Pick'em. I asked you to pick a safety, I believe. There's only one safety out there that you can pick after this week. Peyton Bowen, baby. No. Roy what? Williams. Superman play. I, I, that's why I threw Touché. it out there. I gave, him a, I gave him a softball out there. Just... Yes, you did, and I swung at it. Roy Williams. How, he was, was good. Was that not the best play? Best like, play ever on a Texas game. Roy Williams hitting, of all people, Sims. Sooner magic, baby. Knocking the ball loose. Mm-hmm. Teddy Lehman, my hero, catches the ball, runs it in for a touchdown. Amazing. How, how do you not, like, in that, you know, you remember back in the day, like back in that time period, if, if some of you may be too young to remember it, some of you may be old enough that you should, but you just don't. They crammed Sims down our throat, didn't they? Yes, they did. Like the media crammed him down because yes. he was supposed to be so uh, great. That's what made it really beautiful. You know, his dad was a pro football Somebody, player. Oh, yeah. Let, I've, we've all heard about his yeah, dad. What was his name, Boomer or, or something like that? No, I think Boomer Sison. It was, uh, no, but yeah, that's right. It was Boomer. Chris Sims. Is, Chris was Chris Sims' son? Yes. Chris, Chris Sims' Sims Sims son. Yes. Were they both yeah. Were they both Chris Sims's? No. No. Um, no. Uh, but anyways, if you get a chance, Carl showed this to me uh, this past week. Go YouTube Chris Sims and uh, who was the Tampa Bay coach? Gruden, John Gruden, play calling. Go go YouTube that. Is it Is it, is it oh, fantastic? Oh, it's it's hilarious. He, the, the dude cannot remember the play. And John, it's to his credit. It, if you've never heard an NFL play, oh, it yeah, is about long. forty-seven parts to it, and yeah. he can't remember three of them. And it is hilarious. <laughs> but I, the deal was, is it was because he was so highly touted, and then you have this Oklahoma team come well, in. That's the same. That's what that's what Texas has always, always been. have. They've I mean, had a they've had a a good quarterback in Applewhite. Yeah, and then you've got. Oh, we promised this other kid, like Manning, yeah. over here, and then you can't make your mind up which one you want to play. Apple White was a better quarterback than Sam. Yeah, he was, and he stood. And on I'm the surprised sidelines. that, and it has gone really well this year for yours. Otherwise, you'd probably have the same situation. And, and next year, you may have the situation too with if the Malik Murphy kid stays, he's probably going to be a better quarterback than than Manning. Manning. But they're going to be calling for Manning. And they're going to feel obligated to play him. It was, and I, it's going to be. I hope it's a dumpster fire. To me, to me, Dad, you nailed it with who I set you up for on that. I was hoping you'd go with it. The deal was, is it was just, it was the moment. It's, it's yes. the thing that you said. Everything in it played out perfectly. He, he blocks that, that pass. He jumps over the line. The Superman play. It just falls into the hands of Teddy Lehman, who goes in and scores. And just again, it's one of those plays where well, Texas has to live with that. They're in it's entire life. It's it's the drive. It's the drive in this game because here they are thinking we have all this hope in our and we're going to win. How many times has that happened to Texas two years ago with? Yeah, we're going to win, and and there's nothing better. But what was crazy was it? What didn't Rodney uh, Rodney Anderson score? The game winner? Kennedy Brooks. That's Kennedy Brooks. Yeah, Kennedy Brooks. Did, yeah. did Rodney not have one, though? 
I thought Rodney Anderson had a game winner, but maybe Rodney Anderson had a game against Texas, but I don't think he had a game winner. No, that that one with Caleb Williams was Kennedy Brooks. Nobody was, had a better. Basically, game. we're waiting to kick the field goal, and he runs it in for the touchdown. There's just been so many good, Griffin. so yeah, many good Griffin. games, so many good but, moments. It's a but like it's 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 the best rivalry in sports. Yeah. Six it, touchdowns it is, against I, I'm Texas. Glad the, I'm glad the whole country got to see that Saturday. It was just what a oh, great yeah. game. Quentin Griffith, they, were, they wanted him gone. For me, the blowouts are great. I, I love the fact when you're beating them 63-14 to 14 and you can relax and watch the game. And Texas has had some of those moments, too. They had the, the 49 the to nothing. Yeah. The 49 yeah. to nothing game, you can say that. Last year, they were just like, it was over with. Yes. Was, you knew you were beat. Yes. Let's but be honest, we, we were is, ready to get rid of Shipley that one year. Yeah, Shipley I was tired was of seeing Shipley's. Colt, Colt McCoy. The McCoys, yeah. There is something to be said, though, about like a game like this week. Yo, well, you just break somebody's when, heart. When they think they're going to win it. Snatch and you rip, you snatch rip the soul out of someone. Yes. You know just like know? Caleb Williams did to him. It's, oh, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's the it's – the, it's those games. Well, that, that's the thing with rivalries. You just never know. And that's why we talked about it yesterday. They're soul-ripping games. We got we got to take care of business against Oklahoma State. Yes. You got to Yeah, cuz Oklahoma State's going to come out wanting to rip the soul out of Oklahoma and I don't blame them. Yeah. It's our last chance. It, it's it's their last time to do their it. Their last chance. Okay. All right. Everybody anybody got anything else to add? I love you guys. It's a good love week. You. Love you too, Dad. Love you too, Pops. Boomer. Love Boomer. You too, Pops. All right, we're going to get out of here. You've heard another episode of the uh, Sooner Born and Sooner Bread. We'll do it again next week. Texas so doggone big.